What's up, everybody? It's another Final Thoughts Media production. Welcome into the barbershop. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. What's up, everybody? It has been a minute. I am so sorry about that. I have had quite a bit going on recently. Let me think. Let me think about where what I can tell you and what I can't tell you. Know it's a whole bunch of stuff. Right now, I'm doing something new with my career-wise, or at least my job-wise. I'm working on a campaign um, for city council. I no longer work for Compass. I still work at the I still work at the retirement place for bus driving, but I no longer work for Compass. And again. I think I told you guys on my last video, I'm not trying to defend them or anything, but like I said, we just didn't see eye to eye on a lot of things, and we had to set, we had, our, we had to have our separate ways. It was not a bad thing. It was actually uh, really nice, and it was nice. It was good, but yeah. So since then, I've been going back and forth about an hour to my new job, and it has been a lot of fun. I've been learning a lot about marketing and how to build a campaign, how to market someone as a person. So hopefully I'll be able to put that into what I'm doing now. Why I haven't been on since then is just pure laziness. I won't even lie. It's been pure laziness. i have been really wanting to get back on and trying to do and this that and the other but it's just been a little bit more difficult than i thought i have trouble you know starting things and once it's out of sight it's out of mind and i do love you guys and i love everything that i do here i love everything that you guys say to me but at some points it's kind of like hey is it worth it because you know, my uncle was like, yeah, if it's worth it to you, you're going to do it. You're going to make time for it. You're going to get up and go and do it and everything else. And he's right. But in the same breath, I, I, I also don't believe that because while this is very important to me and I do enjoy it, sometimes I just don't do it. <laughs> sometimes I just, you know, just be like, okay, you know what I need? A longer break than I thought or you know it's just it's not right it's not the right time or you know just in my head I'm just like I, I don't want to I, it's like I don't want to but I do and that's the weird thing because like in my in my you know second part of my brain it's like you do you really do you enjoy this this is what makes you happy and it does but I guess since you know I haven't figured out the affiliate marketing and everything for it because it's kind of hard to do an affiliate marketing whenever you're reviewing shows and stuff of that nature it's it, there's no money coming in from it so it's like there's no incentive besides the fact of me being happy while doing it and the part is getting to the point of doing it so I guess that's that but I do enjoy the research as well I get up I you know I'm in bed sometimes and looking up stuff of how they have the 2022 stuff up now well they've had it up for a couple months now of how to start a podcast and this that and the other and you know I'll be looking at that and seeing what's the new new way that people are doing podcasts now and if it's still 
still not profitable, but it's still worth it. So that way people can see you and this and the other. I have been finding out that people don't really engage with me on my YouTube channel. I don't know why. Hang on, I'm going to turn that air off. All right, back, back from that. So people don't engage with me on my YouTube channel. And I'm seeing that it's probably because the video that I do have on there is not exactly a video. It's more of the audio laid out the same way that it is here. The only difference is that it has a little waveform on it. So that way it looks cool. Not a lot of people are engaging with that. But that's okay. This isn't meant for that. But I still enjoy putting it up there so that way people can see it on see it or listen to it on YouTube versus having to find it on Spotify and everything else. So it kind of broadens my spectrum out a bit. So I think what I may do in the future eventually is start the video cast. And I'll be doing a video cast for YouTube, which will be a very short and condensed version of this. So I won't have all of what I'm doing right now, it'll more or less just have the uh, audio of whatever I'm doing at the time. So if I'm, you know, doing an interview, it'll be the interview, a part, at least part of the interview, and then my final thoughts and call it a day. You know, five minutes, five minutes, ten minutes tops. This one obviously is going to be very much longer, which means that you guys can see it there. I think that I might put the podcast version of this behind a paywall maybe um unless you literally go and find my podcast which then you can you know view it for free but if you're solely on youtube then you know you get that but i've been trying to see what i could do for exclusive stuff obviously i don't have any you know famous people coming on my podcast not yet but you know, that would probably be behind a paywall too, saying, hey, you know, I've got this person here. So now I can actually say, hey, you guys need to pay to look at this. Uh, who knows? Who knows? My, my mind's going about 10,000 miles a minute. But y'all didn't come here to hear my ex my exploration of life. Well, you probably did because that's why you stuck here for seven minutes straight. You guys came here for my review on The Proud Family and Sonic. So I'm going to tell you now, the way that I did this one, I did do the recording for the Proud Family, but the way that I did the recording for Sonic was I did exactly right after we had saw Sonic. So it was me and a couple of my other friends, which is why this is a barbershop episode. We had, we had just finished Sonic, so you're going to hear a bunch of stuff from when we just when were just exiting the theater and my friends talking about it and stuff like that. So I think I got some final thoughts on it, but I don't really remember. It's been very long ago <laughs> since I recorded this. So if I did, woohoo! But I'll give my final thoughts, I guess, right now. I think I did do a rating in there. I can't remember. So my final thoughts on the Sonic was the new Sonic movie, Sonic 2, was that it was very good. I think I gave it like 8 to 9 out of 10. I can't remember. It was really good to me. A lot of Easter eggs, a lot of fun. Leaps and bounds past the first one. Like It was, it was great. Definitely Tails and Knuckles made this movie. I will not lie, but it was really good. They didn't focus on the humans too much. And when they did focus on them, they were actually funny. 
So it was it, it was a very good enjoyment for me. Which we'll call it. I think I think I put some final thoughts in there. But honestly, you guys can just listen to the um listen to what my friends have to say because honestly, they're funny as I'll get out whenever I can get them to actually say something on camera. But they didn't say it on camera. I kind of had to get them while they weren't on camera. <laughs> but they know good and well that I use this audio for this podcast and this podcast only so we'll go from there and then i know i did a full thing for the proud family so let's get into it all right we are back again with another episode from the proud family louder and prouder this episode is called it all started with an orange basketball stated oscar forces penny to play against her will Oh, my bad. Oscar forces Penny to play basketball against Joel. Mine just kind of derped out and didn't say the rest of that. So, all right. It is a 2022 production created by Bruce W. Smith and Ralph Falfer. Falfer? I don't know the name. Starring Kyla Pratt, Tommy Davidson, Paula J. Parker, Joe Marie Payton, and Cedric the Entertainer. So let us get into it. So this is the first time that we're seeing Felix Boulevardes and or it might not be. No, I feel like it is. I feel like it is. It's definitely a change. Like you can tell the difference, but I want to see him in his regular clothes. Right now we're seeing him in his coach clothes because he and Oscar are playing against each other. Um, Their teams are playing against each other in a basketball game. But we'll see. I'm still loving the animation. Everything about this is still great to me. So let's see what continue. Yo, they even brought back Peebo. <laughs> I love Peebo. He just idolizes Oscar. And man, I can't wait to see what they do with him. Because I miss Peebo. I miss him. He's great. I'm also loving that Oscar and Wizard Kelly have this beef between each other. Like, I don't know how far back it goes, but I know it goes back pretty, pretty far. Because right now, they're just smack-talking one another. Uh, what you call it? Oscar's like, it's not going to repeat itself. And Wiz is like, look, man, I've got ringers. You got singers. What are we going to do? So, <laughs> but they do have, Oscar does have Michael. So, Michael is a great three-point shooter, apparently. And so, Wizard has... Like, little of a bunch of uh, very popular basketball players like LeBron and Dirk Nowitzki and Shaq and all of them. So, we're going to see how this goes. And then they throw in this little Easter, not Easter egg, but this, I don't even know what to call it. It's like a flashback, but it's a flashback from the show when it was new, you know, from the old Proud Family so it's a flashback from that flashback to where Oscar missed the winning shot. <laughs> Man, I do love this show. And just in sitcom fashion, Oscar makes it worse. So he bets that if, you know, he wins the championship game against Wizard, that he would live like the Wizard lives. And if he... And if he wins, that the wizard has to live like he's lived. This is all for a week, so. You know, the poverty and everything else. Um, and then on the other side, 
Wiz says, if I win, Peebo starts working for me. And Peebo, Peebo, I think, has grown up. Like, he does admire Oscar, but just like any other entrepreneur, like, there are many mentors that they can aspire to be or aspire to go after. And I think that he's like, okay, I can probably learn a lot. And, you know, starts thinking about it, a little protege, and how he could be a good businessman and all that other fun stuff. Like, he's been wanting to be since he was, you know, a kid. He's still a kid, but you know what I mean. But either way, Oscar's slinging water all over the place and then throws his water bottle and Michael gets hurt. And there goes the championship, or so we think. Now, this is funny, too. Penny gets caught uh, about to kiss this old boy. I don't even know who this person is. He's tall, lanky, got the Tims on, wearing the hoodie and shirt. I don't understand that fashion, but hey, that's that's me. I'm not that type of person. But yeah, she gets almost caught by Oscar, and Oscar's like, hey, no date until you're married. I'm like, yo, Oscar, you still on this? Well, is what it is. Oscar's the daddy daddy. And this is why I can't stand Oscar. Like, as soon as some as soon as somebody is in his life that he's like, oh, I can exploit, he is all about it. So when he figures out that this man is tall as the sun, he's like, "Ooh, go ahead, Penny, go ahead and date this person. And it's apparently the little version of Akeem Dujabal. And I'm like, okay, so this is a whole basketball episode. It's not just a partly basketball episode. It's a whole basketball episode. I feel like there was a reference here um, to Stan Lane, Maisha Curry, but... I don't know it. I guess I'm not that far into the into the culture, but it is what it is. Oscar's like, hey, I'm gonna take you outside. We are gonna see what you got because apparently he doesn't play basketball. He's like, I don't got time to really play basketball. And now she's like, let's go. We gonna we gonna see what you got. I'm trying to put him on the team and everything. And as he's shooting all these free throws, Oscar now sees that all he's making is bricks. And I love the way that they did this. It's very cartoony. They changed the basketball from basketball to brick whenever it hits something and, you know, obviously doesn't make it. I think that that was interesting and very, very creative. And here comes Sugar Mama. Boy, why I tell you about sticks and stones? And then beats him with her cane. You best be lucky I don't have a rock. I love Sugar Mama. She's just funny. She She's just classically funny. Like, there's no, no harm to it besides Oscar. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so after Akeem leaves and you know Oscar goes in the house to talk to everybody, they hear that Penny's shooting, and he's like, oh my goodness, Penny, when did you start shooting like that? And then we get this little flashback of something that I don't think I've seen in the, in the first series, but I really do love that they did this. It's, I love the way they did this. It shows kind of a little thing of Oscar and Penny having a daddy-daughter moment, but also Penny little, like, when BB and Cece were little in the first series, like that little, and how he taught her how to shoot a basketball with his MC Hammer haircut. But I think that this is so sweet. Like, that was honestly probably the most wholesome thing I've seen in this entire series so far. It was just cute. He, you know, taught her and supported her and helped her. And, like, it was, it, he seemed so patient and just so kind. Like, you know, that's something that maybe I would like to be 
whenever I have a child, not as you know, overly protective, hopefully, but definitely that, you know, pro- protective, not overly protective, but also caring, loving, supportive, that type. Not like Oscar is, but <laughs> kind of like Oscar is, if that makes any sense. We then get a little montage of Penny playing the game and Oscar's like, get that Mamba mentality. Means no passing the ball. Big shot at Mamba out here, but it's all right. So we're going to continue on with this. I'm sorry. I don't really have much to say about this one. It's really just a montage and Penny's doing real well out here and making shots, making making it rain. But in playing the game, she loses... The time that she was supposed to be studying with Akeem and, you know, building that relationship. I don't think that Penny was lying when she was really like, look, this is really something that she wanted to study with him because I'm going to assume that this is going to start affecting her grades. But also it is affecting her possible love life with this man because, you know, can't can't see him if she's always playing basketball. But I love how she's texting on the court while passing people up. That's funny. That's that's that millennial lifestyle. I can text and do everything else and still be great. Not a good life not not a good mindset, but hey, it is what it is. Well, I haven't seen it affect her grades, but it's definitely affect her love life, because now La Siena gun done stole the man. Come on, ain't there a girl code? Ain't there a girl code? What's going on, La Siena? You can't be just stealing Penny's man. Granted, Oscar's going to pay for this one because 100% he is saying, you guys on a team, we are going to focus on only one person, and that one person will take this entire thing. And that, and you know, that's what he failed at the last time because whenever he just had Michael, he, he everybody just forced it on him. And once he was gone, the whole team was gone. It's all right. He's going he's gonna to figure this out soon. I cannot wait to see how this ends. Then they come with the Space Jam reference. I am so happy they did this. Oh, my goodness. It was a giant octopus versus Penny. And they did the whole arm stretch thing because the, the octopus was holding her back. <sighs> I love that this thing is just... Love it. Love it. Then we get La Cienega being called out because she is definitely crossing over a line. Dijanae is like, you know Penny and Akeem are booed up and you just tripping. But they going to just keep tripping. And then we start to, I, I guess we start to figure out more that the new character is very much a low-key La Cienega. Like she's a frenemy for a frenemy, if that makes any sense. Like, she's not all with the group, but they do hang out, and I guess they could be considered friends at some points. I, I guess we'll see that later in the series. But, like, La Cienega, it's just like they're they're more of tearing down people and laughing rather than that whole friendship dynamic. See, and then Penny gonna do this man dirty. He done came here to her practice. Like, she was practicing alone, trying to blow off some steam. And he's like, look, I haven't seen you in a while. What's been going on? Why'd you leave me on red and, you know, didn't even shoot me a text about it? Because, you know, they've been texting back and forth constantly, but I guess she stopped 
recently because she feels some type of way about him in La Cienega. And the man's like, I'm not even doing anything. Like, the, t- the fact that you think I just gave her tickets? Nah, I've been giving everybody tickets. And nobody bought anything. This is just a free concert because it's a school concert. And she just like, whatever, because she feels some type of way. But she, she's the one in the wrong. Nah, nah, Penny. I can't, I can't support you, girl. Come on. Be better. And then it comes full circle. Because Penny told him at the beginning, hey, you don't have to let my daddy pressure you into playing basketball. If you don't want to play, just say you don't want to play. And then he just said the same thing to her. And I think now they're having a connection because he's like, I took your words to heart. Ooh, and that was the slickest line. Oh, my goodness. So she was she was saying it's easy for you to say because, you know, you can't ball like this. And then he comes in with the whole behind half turn dunk. I wish I had better words for this, but I don't. You if you are a basketball player, you understand what I'm saying. It was a really good dunk. And then Penny's like, all right, you do have game. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I do. I'm like the confidence of this man. He didn't just say he had game on the court. He got game playing with her heart, too. Oh, my. That man was slick. And so we finally get to the big game between the Snackers and the Wizard All-Stars. And these are some rough people. You know, I guess they're pretty rough in their not little counterparts as well. But, man, they just doing Penny up with this one. And Oscar is not being a supportive father here. He's just like, come on, play D, you know, this, that, and the other. Trying to just force everything out of her. Like, Oscar, 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 Oscar. And Oscar gets his just dessert. He's just like, come on. Everybody, let's go. Get, get get the game or all y'all can just leave. And everybody gets up and leaves. And I love Dijanae. Dijanae got that voice, that <laughs> obnoxious, stereotypical black girl voice. Like, let's go, everybody. <laughs> and I say stereotypical because it's just, it is, it is. I'm not even going to lie about it. But then we transfer over to Hakeem's uh, show and La Cienega and the new girl are just texting on their phone. And new girl finds out that Beethoven was a quarter black. Cool. She's like, he's a quadroon. Learned a new, new word today. Quadroon. And so Penny goes to Hakeem concert as per, as per usual in the sitcom. And I don't know why or what conductor would allow him to wear this hoodie. But he's wearing a hoodie with a button-down white shirt, black tie, and black jacket. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. And La Siena gets her just desserts. Hakeem drops her and goes with Penny to go get some pizza. He's like, I don't got any other plans but to be with you. That's a slick man right there. They did this right. I enjoyed this. Oscar definitely gets his just dessert. He does not follow through on Wizard and his deal and ends up having to work for Wizard at his movie theater. I don't know how that worked, but I guess, you know, cartoon logic. 
and Tebow ends up do, is working with him, and he gets pummeled by Buffina. I think it's Buffina, uh, Doctor Payne's assistant, and it's just funny. It's just you know a funny little funny little ending to it. Yeah. So that was the end of the episode. Penny's with Hakeem, and they're out there doing their thing. Oscar got his just desserts, and Wizard got his his uh protege. This episode, man, what are my final thoughts? Very good episode. Very good, just sitcommy episode. You know, be true to yourself definitely is the moral of this story. And also don't let people pressure you into things that you don't want to do. Just because you may have a natural talent does not mean that that's what you want to do. And I appreciate that in this in this time and age. Like, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, be an entrepreneur and go out here and make the big bucks or make the small bucks for the for the long long while until you can make the big bucks. Just do what you do what you feel is right because you know your gut and God won't lead you wrong. Well your gut will, God won't. Either way, final thoughts on this, like I said, I definitely like this episode. I would give it a eight out of ten, solid eight out of ten. Is there anything that's really wrong with it? No. I, it's just not one of those you can take it to the bank and say, oh, man, this is the greatest episode ever. And, you know, it was all this and a bag of chips and pushed towards the story. It did, you know, it was funny all the way through and did all this. No, it wasn't that type of wasn't that type of story. It was just a decent episode. And so that's why I give it what I give it. I still love this animation. I am loving this show. I am. So far behind, so probably every episode that we do here, I'll be doing something with the Proud family, at least until they stop for season one and go into season two, which then I'll probably catch up. But right now, we're, let's see, I'm on episode three, so we're six behind. But we'll get to it. We're going to get to it. So let's go into... The barbershop, and we're going to get into the new Sonic movie. All right, see y'all later. The, the next movie trailer for Sonic 3, you're going to see Shadow up on the top, cocking his gun. <laughs> Damn, not here. You're going to hear freaking Shadow say, It all starts with this. <laughs> you containing the ultimate power. <laughs> this is as easy as taking candy from a baby. It's fine by me. So fucking stupid. Why do you two do this to me? Because being careful. We're gonna hear Sonic. We're gonna see Sonic and Shadow fight. Then he's gonna say, "I'm the coolest." I'm the coolest. <laughs> what can I say? I die hard. Oh my god! The final rush fight. <laughs> We're gonna get chaos control. Chaos control. Yeah. Oh god! And he only needs two for that, right? Whoa! He only needs, he needs one. one. Whoa, it's not his speed. He's he just need to ask Emerald's my name is Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta interrupt him. How are they gonna do Shadow's shoes? Loose shoes? They're gonna do, um, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're, they're gonna, they're, they're gonna stick to it. They're gonna stick to it. That's actually what surprised me so much about this, because I thought they were gonna emphasize Sonic's speed against everybody else, but they were like, no, Tails, 
Knuckles are fast. Shit. That's, 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 that's the thing. That's the thing. But that is the thing, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. They can catch up in Sonic, so... Now, why didn't this get it right? The games can't anymore. The games... Like, Tails was moving. He was moving. And you get the games, and he's just like, I am here for exposition. I like that they made him very young, though. They made him pretty. I like that they made him young. Like in a lot of the shows, you don't really notice that difference. Did you, like, about it? It is, did you huh? like it? Oh yeah, it was definitely better than the first movie. The thing about this movie, the thing about this Sonic is he's not as like we're all so used to an experienced Sonic that's been doing this shit since for, for years. years. Yeah. This is he's brand new. He's getting. We're gonna get the Sonic we're used to eventually. I'm so happy that we get to see a Sonic that can show more than one emotion. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. All I, if you so say so, shit. I'm, I'm used to my cool dude. All I, I want, want my cool dude back. All I want to see. I'll get my cool dude. I'll get my cool dude. I, get I want him back. Can I, I want him back. Can I get Can I get a green hedgehog with some with some drumsticks? Scourge? Hold on. With some drumsticks. His long forgotten his little there brother you from go. Sonic Underground. Yeah, let my face with that foolish. What was wrong with me? They gotta get Sonia. Yeah, and their long lost mother. That we're not doing this, y'all. Hey, look, this could be the ending. This could be that long lost ending to the um, to the show that never happened. They did cancel it way before because it was like they were the, on the quest to find their mother. Right, it was the episode right before they found their mother that they stopped it. This could be the end. This 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 could save it all. Shut up. They made We're a getting to the space colony we are. Found. <laughs> We're going to space, y'all. Are we going to see Maria get shot? No. No. <laughs> no. That's a huge part of his backstory, though. No, no. It's a huge part of his backstory. It's a kid's movie. Maria. They might up the, they might up the thing. Who knows? I promised Maria I would pee in a hot tub. No. Damn, not here. <laughs> Is Eggman going to piss on the moon? Let's get out of here. Okay. I didn't think there was an after credit. I knew there was. I kind of wish I kind of wish there was though. All I needed to see was um Shadow and that was it. Fifty years. Fifty years got me. The moment they said fifty years, that was it. What am I supposed to do now? Now I gotta wait for the next one. Play essay two. Get ready for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy to say that, but we got a, now, we got a. Let's think about this. We got supersonic in, in the live action. We got super saiyan. Yep. So, bro. Basically, we gotta get all A ranks in every Sonic stage in mm -hmm. Sonic Adventure 2. Unlock Green Hill Zone. Still unlock Green Hill Zone, just for that one, that one moment. It all begins. <laughs> it all starts with this. They have to do it. They have to start it like that. And they have to make a joke about them talking over each other. Yes, they do. This was a really expensive movie. Yeah, my name is You're not good enough to do it. you eat those words. <laughs> Oh shit, there's no time for I mean, games. It's basically right as a movie writes itself, honestly. Yeah! Then we're gonna hear people bitch moaning about when SA3 is gonna come out. And we already know the story behind that. If Sega had good synergy, they would already announce that. Sega! <laughs> I love that beginning sequence, bro, with all the old games. I love that yeah, to death. That's I actually. crazy to when see. I, when I saw that crap for the first time, I cried. 
I did. I don't blame you. It's crazy to see something you play as a kid up there on the big screen and just done the fucking well. Yeah, it's weird. I it's, did like the eight bit. I'd like the eight bit stuff they did. Yeah, this is the uh, that was sixteen bit. Like I, my bad, sixteen. Yeah, bit. sixteen bit. Seeing all of that for the first time that killed me, man. Bro, that's why I told you when you watch I mean, the movie for the first time, you're gonna love it. I mean, seeing Sonic Tails and Knuckles. I wanted them to do the Team Sonic pose, but they didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, they had their money shot, but it wasn't enough. That man went supersonic. And then he did the supersonic blitz. He sure did do the light speed attack on Nuffins that one time. He did. No, he was either the light speed attack or the bounce bracelet. <laughs> Bro, let me stop talking. I'm, I'm looking into it too much. But <laughs> so that was straight up Labyrinth Zone. That was Labyrinth Zone, that was. It was exactly like Labyrinth yep. Zone. That whole aesthetic was straight Labyrinth Zone. I can't believe that. I was like, wait. That's what, got, what got me was the water. It's the water that gets me. Well, then you, like, they showed the crystals and then they showed it in 16 bit. I was like, yeah, that's Labyrinth Zone. Yep. Walk a lot. It's a Labyrinth Zone. It's such a terrible level. The worst level. We love it, and we yeah. hate it. We love the music. And he, he, he took the bubble, and he... He has uh, sucked on the bubble, and... <laughs> I mean, come on. Bro, what really did... I was a little pissed that they didn't, they didn't do the underwater dun, 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 music. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little peeved about that, but... The movie was no good. I'm not going to trip over it too oh much. God. You kept saying a whole bunch of stuff was wrong. This is wrong! It's this all wrong. wrong! It's all wrong. <laughs> Let's get the F up out of here. Yeah, go home. Hey, Trips, look at your favorite movie. Go suck a dick. <laughs> I love you a lot. What are we going to do now, y'all? We're going to wait for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse and that. Yep. I don't want to watch that movie. Why not? It's so good. It's... Y'all saw it? No. It... What? No. no not yet. I was talking about Sonic. Sonic. Oh. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot better than the first one. I'm like, Jesus. I yeah, because they put more emphasis on Sonic okay. and on his relationship with the humans. Thank God. Let's say they don't do the space ballot yard because it's too much for 50 years. They, need, they better do that crap, bro. They can still do chaos. They can't do, so they can't do Shadow without the Space Colony arc, bro. They have to do that. That's true. But I do want to say I did enjoy Rachel a lot in this that woman was out for blood. <laughs> she was looking to take someone's life. That was actually really good. I'm coming for you! <laughs> that was super good. Run, Randall. Randall! He really brought it. He really wanted to kill somebody. Everybody else, every other human character was kind of mad. That's why I don't give a shit about him. I do absolutely love the fact that Robotnik is literally like an anime meme. Yeah. Him popping up to catch the compass, I'm just like, that is some shit. I yeah. love it. <laughs> you want me to drive you, you to your car, broski? Copy and paste it onto the screen. No, I'm good. I just want to get the rest of what you guys are talking about. The post-movie The post movie talk is always the best talking then. Yeah. Yeah, because after that, then you guys start thinking about it and it's like... <sighs> I mean, this definitely beat the first movie. That goes without saying. Oh, that goes oh, without, without saying. saying. God fucking shadow, bruh. At least give me Metal Sonic in that movie. <laughs> nope, ain't happening. Oh, okay. We'll get. Here's the thing. They have to make it bigger than the Death Egg robot. 
They so gotta do the. So it's what's happening? It's on the moon. R R R. They'll do Neo Metal Sonic. No Neo Overlord. No. Oh God, no. Are you ready for an orchestral version of what I'm made of? No. <laughs> or live and learn. Alright, so what's the game plan? What is the game what plan? What is the game plan? Game? I thought we were just going back to my place. We going back to my place? Cause well, I'm, Karen, I'm about to say, Karen, you said you're about to go to sleep. Yeah, Karen's about to. We gotta that set don't up matter? What are you trying to do, Brewski? Oh, I'm free for the rest of the weekend, so. This, do y'all want to? Jesus. Only 11:27. Exactly. What do you mean? Oh, I'm usually been asleep for an hour and a half by now. Yeah, it's true. I'm only awake by the true. power of that nap. She really. It's is. up to you, my guy. She is running on fumes right now. Hey. Uh, you don't know that. You can tell because she keeps. Yeah, she's ready. She's ready to go. That's how you know. I'm doing great. Right around this time, she'd be. What time are you gonna show up in the morning? What time you? Like, you just gotta give me. Um, it'll <laughs> be after six. So, after six in the morning. We'll text you to wake your ass up, and then you come through. I'll be up by six. I got people to see at six. So, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll text you in the morning. Yeah. And then you can just uh, come by. We we wanted to play Mario Party for everybody, but that's probably when everybody. So I gotta thank my friends for coming out. That was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Man, it, it, it's crazy the amount of energy and everything that I have when I'm recording like something else besides being right here at this mic. It's, it's really insane the amount of energy I have. And speaking of the Multiverse of Madness, I actually went and saw it. I'm not going to do a full review. I might, but we'll see. I'm not going to ruin it either. All I'm going to say is that I was, I was underwhelmed by it, but it was still a good movie. I'm going to go see it with Kaylin and Fox, hopefully this weekend. So I might actually get some more audio and I could probably do another podcast here in a week. Maybe I'll do a, you know, a double down on it and do another week's worth of podcast. I might even save it for the next one that I do because not the next one. Well, actually, yeah, the next one, because this will be in two weeks because that one I'll be going to Animazement. So I'll be taking a lot of pictures and everything and doing a lot of fun stuff. Hopefully I can record some things and do some videos and everything else so that way I can post it online. Uh, but it's going to be fun. I'm dressing as Steven or actually, um, since no one, no, no one that I know that I know right now listens to what I have to say on this podcast. <laughs> Ain't that sad. Either way, I can tell you guys what I'm actually going at. So I was going as Steven and I actually made the shield for Steven, you know, Steven's shield. It turned out exactly how I thought it was going to turn out, but it didn't turn out like Steven's shield, obviously. It's homemade, it looks homemade, but to me, it looks cool. And, you know, I was talking to my friend, a shout out to Pup out here, who me and her were talking, and I came up with a reason why it doesn't look like Steven's shield. And I think I'm going to tell it on here and you know, then I can write it up and maybe have maybe put it put it out as a fan thing. Who knows? But this shield is actually Wild Shield. And the character that I'm apparently dressing as is Wild. And I'm going as Steven. I am going as Steven and this shield will be Steven's shield, quote unquote. But I have a reason. The reason why it doesn't look like Steven's shield is because while is like the original Lars, and if you guys have seen Steven Universe, you know how Lars is when he died and Steven brought him back to life. Yeah, so so the story goes, uh, while 
found out how the diamonds were created through actually dating Pink Diamond, or rather that he was her first pet. When the diamonds grabbed a handful of humans from the zoo, one of the humans died as a result, saddened by this pink cried and turned him into a similar being as Lars, essentially immortal, while only had one showing that he was actually resurrected, a pink birthmark where pink had cried on him. He was thrown into the zoo and pink forgot about him, as pink does. Determined to be free, he used his powers to break out of the zoo. When he broke out, he pretty much beelined it to Earth through a warp pad. A little had changed, but not too much that he had that he couldn't reintegrate into society. He was there to witness the gym war, and he lived through that carnage, watching as the events of the Crystal Gems transpired and Rose Quartz rise. Eventually, even seeing the transformation of Rose into Steven, where he realizes Rose was actually not wanting to get into the war and knowing he would only stir up another conflict, he hid this secret watching Steven from afar. You know, he he did not tell everyone, hey, Stevens is actually Rose Quartz, and Rose Quartz is actually pink. Yeah, he didn't he didn't want to get into that. Watching Steven take the fight to the take the fight to the diamonds while would finally see the diamonds take down and justice for his imprisonment would be served. But Stephen didn't do that. He befriended them. They were still alive and while was furious. He wanted to intervene, but it was too late. All of the disputes were set aside and Stephen was the savior of the entire universe, leaving the diamonds retributions up to acts of religious good works. They should have they should have been destroyed. He knew Stephen had the power because of the power that he had, but no. Distraught and out of options, Wild went into a deep depression. About the time that Stephen had was experienced the same PTSD and his identity crisis. So they were kind of, you know, in sync on that part. Watching the holder of the gym transform into a beast and the diamonds respond, he thought surely they would be destroyed at this point. The diamonds would finally, you know, be gone once and for all. But again, he was disappointed. Instead, Stephen returned to his normal form and went off to college. While still burning with anger, he finally had Stephen to himself. Away from all the gems and friends, he could finally talk to Stephen. You know, actually just talk to him because now they were alone and he didn't have to pretend that he was someone else. While at college, he explained the situation and his feelings about all of this, the diamonds and everything. Stephen felt bad for him and tried to console Wow, but it wasn't enough. Deep rage gave way and Stephen felt Stephen felt it as Wild's hate rose. This sent Stephen on a backlapse of his own depression and he immediately began blaming himself for his mother's mistakes. First Spinel, now Wild. He knew that this... He knew that this, what this could do, and instead of unleashing his emotions as he did before, Stephen actually poofed, uh, leaving behind a pink diamond. Able to see, able to see out of it, he saw wild. Stephen tried to reform but couldn't. This wasn't a natural poof because, as we all know, Stephen has never poofed before. So this is something new, and he can't reform. So while picked up the gym, 
and felt the connection. Entering the gym telepathically, him and Steven try to talk again, but while it's filled with too much hate. Connected back to the power that he came from, he knew what he could do. He conjured a shield similar to Steven's, which is the shield that I have, but changed it to his whim. This was Steven's new form and prison. So Steven is trapped in his own shield. He could defeat an individual diamond, but if he were to go up against the diamonds together as they normally do because they fight together in a lot of things, he would have no chance. So he knew that he had to become more. He himself had to become a diamond. But the only one he knew could create diamonds was white diamond. But with this new power, he had a wicked idea. He looked at Steven through the gym in the middle of the shield. If he could take this power from Steven, then maybe he had the enough power to take it from others. And if he got enough, he could complete his goal. He could turn into a diamond, a black diamond, and finally take his revenge once and for all. And while the only person in the universe that was powerful enough to stop him was in prison, he was unstoppable. I chose actually the black diamond because in some cultures they are considered evil gems as, you know, while it's turning into, as well as the color black absorbs all the color spectrum, making it the perfect analogy for a while to um, start taking other gems. So as I go through this, I'm going to start adding gems to the, to the shield. I might actually start adding real gems, who knows, but I'm going to start adding the crystal gems that. You know, so bismuth, amethyst, garnet, pearl, all of them. I'm going to start adding them to the shield, proving that he is getting more powerful and will eventually turn into black diamond and take his revenge. So I don't know how that's going to transpire, but I thought it was a cool idea. And I just wanted to share it with you guys. Uh, sorry for the choppy, choppy reading. I was reading off of my notes and this was a while back and I hadn't really fleshed it out. So, yeah. But tell me what you think down in the comments. You know, leave a like, leave a comment, and subscribe. <laughs> That's definitely one of the things that I really need you guys to start doing is subscribing. Tell your peoples about me. We can we're gonna start doing a lot more here in here in the next few in the next few weeks. I'm starting to get better. Um, we're gonna get more peppy and we're gonna make this thing happen. Like I said, I might be a little off on the next one because of obviously animation coming up. But everything else ought to be cool. So check me out on Instagram. Check me out on Facebook, YouTube, pretty much everywhere you can find a podcast. And you can, you know, social media, except for Twitter. I don't really do Twitter like that or Snap. Speaking of which, I don't I don't do Snap either. But, you know, anywhere you can find me, normally you can find me. So, again, that's Final Thoughts Media. Back to the next Well, that about does it for this episode. This is Chris B signing off. You can find me on Instagram at Final Thoughts Media or go to my YouTube channel, Final Thoughts Media. Catch you guys on the next episode and have a great day.